Thank you for visiting Discontinued On Display today. We are so happy you have joined us. As we get ready to go on our tour, we ask a few small favors of you. Please stay with your guide at all times. If you separate, you may get lost. Please refrain from eating and drinking during the tour. And ma'am, please don't squeeze the love apples. They'll stain the carpet. Welcome back to Discontinued on Display, everybody. We are still running our food exhibit here at your Museum of All Things Discontinued. I am one of your curators, Chris Corrigan, and I'm joined by our other curator. I'll let him introduce himself. I'm Matt Brown, your, uh, I was about to say chief curator, but I guess that, that we haven't talked okay. about our, we, I see. We, we haven't talked about our rankings here. So. <laughs> I see where we are in this museum. <laughs> um, I, I, I was trying to think about a clever thing and the only thing I think of was chief and I'm like, oh, that's kind of pretentious. So we're, sorry. We're, that's we're the only thing I can think of. Co-curators. Goodness gracious. Anyway, we're your co-curators of the Discontinued, um, and we are back with another Discontinued food item uh, to talk about its history and what our personal opinions on this item are. And this was one that uh, when we picked it, I who I have a distinct memory of trying this and being really excited and, uh, spoiler alert, really disappointed in Heinz Easy Squirt Ketchup. Um, but I will say this, I found out some fascinating things about ketchup as a product. Oh, yes. Um, you know, the fun part about all this is we're, I'm, I'm learning lots of things about, uh, food and, um, how it's made and other stuff like that. So yeah, let's, I guess let's start with ketchup. What did you learn about ketchup? Okay. Buckle in kids. Cause here we go. So <laughs> here's the thing. So ketchup I guess we should just start at the beginning. It's according to Julie Andrews, it's a very good place to start. So ketchup dates back as far as Imperial China. Wow. Yep. I was fascinated. So it was originally made from, I hope no one's eating, fish, fish entrails, meat byproducts, and soybeans. Um, and that, and a bunch of other like spices and preservatives. And it was supposed to be because it was easy to take on ships on trade routes between Indonesia, the Philippines, and all those other areas. And so in the 1700s, British traders got a taste for this lovely condiment from all the trading, and they took it, they brought it home, and they put their own spin on it, um, as they are wont to do. And ketchup started becoming made out of, this is one of the actual recipes, uh, not with measurements, but Ketchup was then made out of oysters, mussels, mushrooms, walnuts, lemons, celery, and every now and then sometimes plums and peaches would find its way into ketchup. It wasn't specifically tomato-based. And in fact, its original name was catsup, which is believed to be a mispronunciation of the traditional term for the fish sauce from China, Indonesia, the Philippines. Um, I'm going to butcher this language, so I don't know if I should even try. Uh, one of the ways it was referred to as get chup, 
So G-E hyphen T-H-C-U-P or Kochep spelled K-O-E hyphen C-H-E-U-P. And that's where we got ketchup from. So the very first time tomatoes entered the recipe wasn't until 1812. um, And it is credited to a scientist named James Mees, M-E-A-S-E, who wrote about his choice of using love apples. And that's what they used to call tomatoes. (laughs) Love apples. Why are we talking about anything in this podcast except that he called tomatoes love apples? I don't know. I mean, it's a... but every it wasn't just James. Don't 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 rain on James's parade here. Oh no, were... I love this. I'm I'm I am now a tomato is not a tomato anymore. A tomato the word tomato is dead to me. It is love apples. Next time you go to a restaurant, hi, can I have a bacon lettuce and love apple sandwich, please? <laughs> what a quick way to get kicked out of the Denny's. Um But the reason they were called love apples is because tomatoes were believed to have aphrodisiac powers. And if you don't know what aphrodisiac is, Google it, because this ain't that kind of podcast. Now, eventually, like I said, he starts adding love apples to the sauce and changing it for what we know it now to be. I'm going to giggle through this whole podcast. Keep going. Fabulous. So then uh, they started using vinegar as a preservative and all these other things. And then... At the time, a very new company, which seems to, from my research, have specialized more in pickles, called Heinz, becomes famous for their tomato ketchup formula in 1876, which originally contained tomatoes, distilled vinegar, brown sugar, salt, and various spices. Today, if you were to pick up a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup at your local grocery store, it would contain tomato contrate from red ripe vine tomatoes, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, salt, spice, onion powder, and natural flavoring. I think you meant to say red ripe vine love apples, but you know, I, I can forgive I can forgive it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you know you'll have to you'll have to write to Heinz and let them know that the recipe on the back of their bottle is wrong. Is is incorrect. I'm just um, quoting from the back of the bottle. I, this is the fact I'm going to tell everybody tomorrow. I'm going to go to work, and everyone is going to going to know that tomatoes used to be called love apples, and love apples. and and they're going. See, like we said in the first episode, this is the type of content that you can go to your family Thanksgivings or your Memorial Day or Labor Day get-togethers. Be like, hey, did you know that ketchup you're eating is made from love apples? Love apples. Now here's another. <laughs> fun random fact is that all of the Heinz ketchup manufactured in America is made in one of two places, either in Fremont, Ohio, or I'm going to say it wrong. And there's going to be people who live here who are going to be like, Chris said my town's name wrong. Muscatine, Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I know some people in Iowa. They might, they, they, uh, they're going to, they're going to riot and they're going to throw love apples at my car. Rotten love apples. (laughs) <laughs> muscatine i'm going with muscatine m-u-s-c-a-t-i-n-e i feel like i should know this like growing up in the midwest there's so yeah. many like weird names that i had to learn to pronounce um this is a weird anecdotal story but so i grew up in michigan um and mackinac island is uh, uh in between the upper and the lower peninsula and but it's it's spelled very strangely it's it's spelled to look to look like not like Mackinac, 
And so we had um, in my fifth grade class, we had a teacher that moved from Florida to come teach her husband had a job. She came and 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 taught here for a couple of years. And so she gets out this story and she's like, all right, kids, we're going to read the legend of Mackinac Island. And all of us just start busting out laughing. And she goes, wait, what? And we're like, yeah, it, it's, it's not Mackinac. That would be Mackinac. That poor woman. Did she, oh, yeah. did she I'm, ever teach again? I'm sure she was horrified that like she's getting shown up by a bunch of fifth and sixth <laughs> graders. <laughs> anyway, back to ketchup. Um, I did not realize that ketchup was that old. Yeah, it's a very old thing. And it, like I said, it's gone through a lot of different iterations of what it was made out of. It was mostly just a, a salty sauce that you would use. I keep saying really weird things on this. This What did I say last episode about the way my voice sounded? Now we're talking about the salty sauce. Ew, I hate it. I hate everything about it. But that's what it was. It was just this essentially a condiment to help make food taste a little bit better on your trade route voyages because you'd be there for months on end and you needed something that wasn't going to go bad on you. Which ultimately, that still is what ketchup is. Like if there's ever a meal that you're having that's not good, I mean, you can just douse anything in enough ketchup and mask the taste. So I, I feel like that really like hasn't I can't changed. Trust you with ketchup now. I feel like you do weird things with ketchup, and I'm concerned. <laughs> no, I, I know it's a popular thing to do with kids. Like kids, like I'll dip things in ketchup, and whether what do you put it, ketchup it, on that you shouldn't what, put ketchup on. What do I see? I'm a barbecue sauce guy. I put barbecue sauce on anything that is humanly possible to put barbecue sauce on. Tortilla chips in barbecue sauce, very good. Cotton candy. Um, I feel like I'm not a cotton candy. I, that's a texture thing for me. You said I, anything. Oh, I, but I, you won't eat cotton candy regularly. Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. that like, even right now I'm getting the heebie jeebies of, of cotton candy. Would you, in my put mouth. It, would you put it on a Wonka bar? I mean, that's what would have saved the Wonka bar is barbecue flavored. You, Wonka like bars. you could, you could do a like flavored Wonka bars. Yeah. You could do like a smoky. A smoky chocolate, I, I like that's like got a little barbecue flavor in it. I, I could be into that. Ketchup, ketchup, pretty much. I just like on fries. Like to be honest with you, I, I don't. Um, I'm not a big like. I guess burgers as well, but honestly, if I Would have you the put option it on your of eggs, I know people put it in their eggs, and I think that's disturbing. Really, that doesn't that doesn't bother me as much. But again, barbecue sauce. Like if if ultimately, if I have ketchup, I probably have barbecue sauce, and so. I'll probably just put barbecue sauce, like even hot dogs that I like ketchup on. It's like, but I also have barbecue sauce and that's good. So I should just eat that. Um, I, both my dad and my sister, when they eat hot dogs, just it's, it's the classic dad joke of like, you want some hot dog with that ketchup? Like they just like a huge line back and forth where of, of, of ketchup. It is that it's a lot. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, you know what? I feel like I just realized. I feel like, did we say what we were talking about or did we just yeah, say we, we were talking about ketchup? No, we absolutely talked about it. We, we, we were talking about the easy squirt ketchup, which you may be thinking, you may not know what that is. So what year did this come out? I got I, I this pulled. I got it. Yeah. So the year 2000, the Heinz company decided to come out with colored ketchup. So ketchup up until this point, and now that it's been discontinued, still is red. Well, they decided... What if we dis- we made and they started with green ketchup? But there is a reason behind it. Um, I believe I know this reason. And the reason 
they I, I they were trying to market towards kids is what it seemed like that well, oh okay so there there's a reason they start with green you're right about the marketing towards kids um i believe uh, if i had my research i believe they started with green because that seemed natural so to speak because green tomatoes are a thing so correct um that was why people were that was easier for people to swallow. But the reason in 2000, Heinz released Easy Squirt Ketchup in red and not just green, Matt, Blastin' Green. Blastin' because Green. because it was a promotional item that paired with the release of the Oscar award-winning classic, Shrek. Yes! Oh, the memories flooding back. Yes! You could I, buy the tr- bottle with Fiona or Shrek on it. Yes, and Shrek was huge. Like you're talking early 2000s. This is the time where well, Disney he's an kind ogre. of, of course, he's he's huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, this is the time where Disney like took a step back in their animation department. Didn't make as many popular films, um, though. Um, still think there are plenty of gems out there. So Shrek kind of became like the thing that everyone was watching and kind of became like this really cool anti-Disney where they were making fun of fairy tales. And so, yeah, Shrek, I mean, even today, Shrek is still oh, really, really, amazing. really, really huge and amazing. So, yeah, yeah. So green ketchup to promote Shrek. Um, did you have this when it came out? No, I got it later, which I can, I can give you an almost an exact year. I got it. I would have gotten it about two years later when they released their other colors. So for the longest time, it was just red and green. But then I want to say like one or two years. But then they came out with more colors slash, I mean, not really flavors, but uh, more colors. And of course, they had epic names. So you've got we had the blast and green and then you've got funky purple, stellar blue, passion pink. Awesome orange and totally teal. Yeah, and I definitely was a sucker for that funky purple. But that was because when I was a kid, purple was hands down one of my favorite colors. I remember the purple one. I have no recollection of teal, pink, orange. I have zero recollection of that. It's probably because you tried the purple one and it wiped away some of your brain cells. No, green was the only one that I tried. I remember seeing purple on the shelves, but my mom was adamant like, no, 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 we're not buying this. That's disgusting. The only reason I got um, I got green ketchup one time, it was because the Green Bay Packers were like playing a playoff game. And my mom agreed that if the Packers like were in this big game, she would get me green ketchup to put on hot dogs while I watched the game. And so that was the one and only time I was allowed to get green ketchup. So here's the here's kind of the the rub with the ketchup too. So most of the things I read online was that the green ketchup, the Shrek ketchup, did amazing. They sold over 25 million bottles of ketchup between the red and the green Easy Squirt. And then uh, it, it took uh, off like it, it was it, it, when it initially hit, it was absolutely a huge success. And they waited um, too long. Had they rode that wave, the rest of it probably would have done very well. Uh, but the other issue was this is that time in our food history where we became very cautious of dyes and chemicals in our food. So <laughs> are there dyes and chemicals in pink or orange ketchup? What? You'd be surprised. You'd be very surprised how much there really is. So this is what happens. So the product drops in 2000 for the two colors. They wait two years. They release the other handful of them. And in 2006, it's just gone. They're just gone. Now, it's believed that the decrease in popularity is due to 
the caution about dye because to make red ketchup or to make ketchup a different color, they had to strip out the red color from traditional ketchup, which means they're using a chemical to take that out, which is going to change the consistency and the taste. And so then they're going to put in a dye to make it green, purple, pink, whatever. And they're going to have to use other chemicals to try and fix the flavor and the texture. And it's never going to go quite right. And that's what I distinctly remember about funky purple ketchup was <laughs> it was just not right. Like I felt like it was this just wasn't off. ketchup. It was definitely off. I was not about it. I remember my dad having it and being like, oh no, 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 no. Not at all. No, thank you. <laughs> and the problem is once you like a whole bot, you can't buy like tiny things of ketchup. You've bought this whole bottle of ketchup. Correct. The other thing too, is to make it more desirable to the parents, they added, they humped vitamin C in there. They added <laughs> vitamins to be like, yeah, it's okay. We're using dyes. There's vitamin C in here. There's, um, never mind that you could get all of that from a glass of Sunny D. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that, but that was, and still is a huge marketing thing for anything that you're marketing towards kids. Is you're not just marketing it towards kids; you have to market it towards the moms and the dads. And that was the problem with this: is you know, kids kids have short attention spans and. And so if kids stop clamoring for it, moms aren't going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep buying teal ketchup. And as a parent, like no parent got hooked on colored ketchup and then decided, yeah, I'm going to keep buying this. Like, that's what you want is that the kids say, mom, 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 I want colored ketchup. I want colored ketchup. And mom finally goes, fine. It's a dollar 79. Like it was ridiculously cheap from, from what I read. Um, You know, we'll get it. So you, you all can be quiet as a parent. I would absolutely, if my kids were whining, I would absolutely buy teal ketchup just to make them happy. But, uh, but if my kids stop clamoring for it, then the hook wasn't there for the parents. That once their kids stopped clamoring for it, the parents were like, all right, we're just going to go back to red ketchup. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think this would have lasted really great as just this straight up promotional item. And then here's my other thing, too. They called it Easy Squirt Ketchup. And if you watch the commercial, again, you can find that on YouTube. It, the original draw to the ketchup was that you could the kids could draw on your food number one i would never in a million years want to put that much ketchup as a kid or as a grown-up <laughs> on my food to be able to draw a daisy on my burger like no that ain't happening that's number one number two if you're going to market it based off its color then it shouldn't be called easy squirt because at that point the the drive <laughs> isn't that it's easy to squirt it the drive is that it has these fun colors to it. So I feel like in that element, it's even been mismarketed. Oh, that that's the wild thing too. It's like, wait, I thought like this wasn't called Heinz color explosion or Heinz uh, colorific ketchup. Like I just thought of two, ex- I did not prepare those names. Those, those are way better names off the top of my head. And I'm definitely not a marketing person. You know, what's a better name for it? Uh, oh, I'm in passion. Love apple pink. Funky love apple purple right there. Just add, bring back the love apple. Hey, Heinz, I know the executives at Heinz are clearly listening to this podcast. Please give us money because people are going to buy your ketchup now. Um, You you should definitely come out uh, around Valentine's Day. Make it a special, a throwback love apples 
catch why don't why don't we work in food marketing matt <laughs> clearly <laughs> love apple tomato ketchup for valentine's day and a heart-shaped 24 ounce bottle with shrek on the front boom <laughs> money With Shrek on the front. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Now here's, so, here's one thing: is there are threats, and I'm going to call them threats because I've had the ketchup. There are threats that this could return. Did you see this? I did not see this. So apparently, a female wrestler uh, named Jenna Rose Burkert and Jenna Rose. I know you're listening. I'm so sorry if I've pronounced your last name wrong. Or if any of Jenna Rose's fans are listening, and I've mispronounced her last name, I apologize. But she made a tweet saying she wants her purple ketchup back, and she tagged Heinz in it. And Heinz responded by retweeting a photoshopped bottle of regular Heinz ketchup, uh, but they colored in the the ketchup purple. And their response was, "You never know who is listening." Um, and this was, I want to say, in 2019 that she tweeted this so the internet like went all up in arms thinking oh we're gonna get that awesome purple ketchup back and i'm like did anyone on the internet actually eat the purple ketchup i did i ate the purple ketchup but that's one of those nostalgia things that's what nostalgia does to us is we go oh i remember purple ketchup you know and and you don't remember the purple ketchup you remember Oh, I was 12 without a care in the world. And like, I, I mean, outside of like, you know, puberty, I would give anything to be 12 again. Like no <laughs> worries, just playing all day, having a great time. Um, again, definitely don't want to go through all the puberty things. See, but at this point, uh, I'd go back to five just for nap time. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, nap time. I'm in. I had I had uh, someone. uh, uh a uh, resident asked me at work today. I guess I can say I'm a, uh, both of us are directors of entertainment and programming at senior living homes. So you might hear us talk about what, what, what residents say. The old say. folks do. Um, I shouldn't say that. So, they could listen to us and they will find me at work and they will beat me for saying that. I shouldn't have said no. what I just said. Um, someone said, uh, uh, you know, what do I, what do I do now? And I was like, well, if it was me, I'd go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> So um, anyway, I digress. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> um, um, so so I but anyway, oh, nostalgia. 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 Uh, I was on this nostalgia thing where, and so I, I think what would happen is Heinz would go, they would make a, a bunch of money off the nostalgia. People would get it and go, oh right, this sucks. <laughs> but you have to think of what that cost would that the company has to do to remake the purple ketchup, because. It's a process. They have to strip out the red. They have to dye it purple. It's they have to pay more money to do it. It might not end up outweighing the cost of production. Couldn't you just dye it blue? Ah, and then... you cannot do that. They've tried. Really? Apparently, you cannot dye ketchup a different color. You have to strip that red out. Wow. Fascinating. I have learned so much about ketchup today. Again, my next family gathering is going to be. <laughs> wonderful Not ketchup love apple soup oh sorry love apple yes yes <laughs> so um so you are very much in the camp of of do not bring this back am i, I wouldn't correct bring this back i would not bring this back i think i think there's ways you could do it too that's the sad oh i shouldn't say sad thing that's rude um that's the thing is 
like I could totally see like you could do this for pride, like release all like the pride colors, arrange them nicely, have a nice display. But the thing is, the problem is, is to dye the ketchup a different color, it's going to change the taste. It's going to change the consistency. So unless they can find a way to not do that, I would not bring this back. So if a scientist has a way to, to figure it out, but even then it needs to be a promotional thing. I just and, I I think you hit it on the head. It's it's going to be a flash in the pan thing that I do not see a sustainable way to bring a different colored ketchup and have it be what people move to. That people don't just buy it once as a hey, isn't it hilarious that I have purple ketchup or my kid's favorite color is purple and it's their birthday or I don't know, I just want to hit nostalgia. It, but then you're always going to go back to red ketchup, like purple ketchup or teal, totally teal ketchup is not going to become your, okay, well, I will not eat ketchup unless it is teal colored. So I, I think they could do some really fun stuff with promotional. And from what I read, I think Burger King did something with Heinz, like for St. Patrick's Day, where they brought they back green ketchup for one day and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like the, to me, that's perfect for this is or like what hey, you said about the Packers. Oh yeah, ketchup, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, you know, football teams or sports teams or, you know, it's the Olympics. And so you bring out a, a, you know, you release a red, white and blue pack where it's ketchup, mayonnaise and blue ketchup. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like for that, people would would get out for that because you could very easily theme that to whatever is happening. And then people are more likely to have those types of themed parties. But I just don't see how. I don't see how they would bring this back successfully. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a ton of people out there that would absolutely say like, nope, ride or die on funky purple ketchup. But I, I just, I, I do not see it. I think the other thing you have to remember too is that ketchup isn't just a condiment. It's an ingredient. Like people use it to make barbecue sauce, for example. And I'm not sure I want totally teal barbecue sauce. Well, you never know until you try. You know, I'm sure you can, with all of these things, like, hang on, let me pull up eBay here. Um, Heinz Easy Squirt Ketchup. Here we go, folks. Yes, for a mere price of $120 plus $10 in shipping, you yourself can buy a green ketchup unopened still stored in the refrigerator. (gasps) Oh. Um, Ew, no, 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 no. However, it does not. That? I need to go have a conversation with that person. We um, need to have a heart to heart about throwing things away. It. Oh, this one. Oh, you can get the rare Grinch edition for just um, uh, $10 more. Same seller? Yeah. Oh, no, not same seller. Wow. This one has the Grinch on it. Wow. Wow. Like the Jim Carrey Grinch? No, no, no. This is the animated Grinch. So, Ooh, interesting. Um, however, it does not seem like you can... There's none of the other colors, and th- those are the only two. So, which I mean, I guess shouldn't shock me, considering that ketchup isn't really something that should be kept that long. No, I think most of the things in our first exhibit are things we should never be able to find and ingest. I, I guess we could probably find it. Like, again, I could. I, I found it. Um, I'm not putting a ketchup bottle that is. Uh, let's see, like 20 years old into my body. 
I have enough trouble when I eat pizza too many days in a row. I can't imagine that green ketchup that's 20 years old is going to do something great in my intestines. I'd be willing to try to make it. Like, give me the ingredients. Like, I'll make it. I'll try. I don't know. I don't know what chemical I need to strip the color out of a tomato. Like bleach. What do I do there? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not bleach. Um, I don't know much about the culinary arts, but I'm pretty sure bleach in food is is frowned is upon. That right. But I mean, I would I would dare to try and make it. Yeah that that'd be an interesting an interesting project. Um, I know nothing about the making of ketchup, but I'd be interested. I'll, we'll 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 do some more research. Well, apparently, on this. I need to get like fish guts and and like some peaches. <laughs> the the original ketchup, I'm not sure I'm in on trying. I can understand why we we changed that recipe. <laughs> but you have to think, if that didn't exist, you would not have barbecue sauce. That is true. Um, so I, I have to thank. I have to thank the Imperial roots. Imperial China. Yes, I have to th- thank you, Imperial China, for giving us that disgusting concoction called catsup that um, uh, made the way for barbecue sauce to be able to exist. <laughs> what a wonderful world! Yeah. So, so we're you know moseying around this exhibit. We just you know Wonka bar and now easy squirt ketchup. Uh, two things that we actually don't think should be brought back. No. Um, so will will we think anything should come back? I guess I'm that's sure. the real. You know what? I have I know there's something on our list that's later on in our exhibit that I want to come back. Two things. Ooh, a tease. Two things. Well, one of them I mentioned last time. I mentioned the oh god, I forgot what it's called. The Snickers Crunch Bar. I will. I mean, I will pick it. I'll wash cars for the Snicker executives. I want that back. I want it so badly. It was so good. Oh, it was good. Mm, best candy bar that ever exists. Move over, Willie. Um, <laughs> and also remember, guys, if you guys think, if you disagree with Matt and I and you think that Easy Squirt Ketchup should make a comeback, you should shoot us an email, slip into our DMs, uh, hit us up on Twitter, and let us know what you think. Matt, do you want to tell them where they can find us? Yes, you can email us, discontinuedondisplay at gmail.com. Please send us an email. We would love to send you an email back. Uh, <laughs> at Twitter, at discontinuedpod, and on Instagram, at discontinuedondisplay. Uh, as always, uh, please rate and review us. Uh, five stars, five stars. And subscribe to the podcast. It really does help. You know, we're, we're second episode trying to grow our listener base, so... Um, please hit that subscribe button and give us that review. It really does help. Um, and if yeah, like, sorry, go sorry. For it. I was going to say, if you like the show, like share it with your friends and your family. And if you don't like the show, share it with your enemies. I don't care as long as people are listening. <laughs> I love the idea that we become a popular podcast because people share it with the people that they don't like. <laughs> And just just listeners of like one episode here and there because because like what is this junk? Why did she give? Why did, why did she say I should listen to this? <laughs> but then they'll share it with their enemies eventually, and then it'll circle back to the first person who shared it. Yeah, it'll be a beautiful moment. It'll be like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except not the six degrees of Easy Squirt Heinz ketchup. <laughs> So, it all all joking aside, please share it with with uh anyone that you that you know we're 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 having a great time doing this and we hope mm-hmm. that you have a great time in this wonderful fake museum that we've concocted. 
Um, anything else before we go? I think that's everything, Matt. I think it's time we closed up the museum for the day. Absolutely, it's it's. Uh, I would say it's closing time, but um, I think that's, <laughs> that's copyrighted. I don't think we can sing that. Yeah, I don't think we can sing that one. And that's a bar, and I don't think our museum sells alcohol. It should. I mean, I guess we probably can make it sell alcohol. That's not really not that big of a deal. Heinz Easy Squeeze Alcohol. <laughs> oh, that's that's somehow worse. <laughs> All right, we, uh, we need to we need to we need to end this. <laughs> we, we, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer's Network podcast.